Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, this is Ange Pesimo, Cantatera's number one IHA, and you're listening to the SGP Podcast. <laughs> Longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Smart Pinas Filipinas podcast, episode number forty-nine. Stancy at your service. To my right, Raf Camus. Right across me, Ro Moran. It's going to be a fun episode, and because it is episode number forty-nine, after much researching and googling, we actually <laughs> found an athlete to name this episode. A after. world-class oh, athlete. His name is Ronaldinho, and oh. this is dubbed the Ronaldinho. Actually. Uh, we've, I'm glad we found an athlete na kilala ko. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Because like, the last one that we were thinking of was Shandon Anderson. And if you're a basketball fan, you'd remember him from the Knicks and from the Heat from 02 to 06. Kailan hardcore na Knicks or Heat fan. Ganun. Exactly. Yeah. So it, it, we, don't have, we don't have much to go on, right? Fuck the Heat. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a fun episode. We've uh, got your usual recap of the best and the worst in wrestling this week. We also have our picks of the week and uh, probably a segment or two. But most importantly, we have one of our much-awaited guests here on the podcast. Well, for you especially have a... You, you especially awaited her much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, you, you can say that. Uh, we, uh, we hyped her appearance on the podcast since last week. And uh, she is one of the award-winning writers behind the hit movie English Only Please from uh, the last MMFF. And Shpesimal joins us on episode number 49 of the SGP podcast. But before that, we have to talk about some breaking take news. Take it take it Before breaking news, I'm glad you mentioned basketball. Because I am happy to say that D Rose is coming back after what six weeks. Yeah, halos kasabay ni Jimmy Butler. Yun. Because we 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 were. Jimmy upgrade his status again to what Daniel Bryan. Ba Christian na pwede ng Christian. Ah, Christian na yeah, Christian. Hey, hey. Yeah, I, 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 I roll with that. I roll with Yun. that. Yun. Yeah. Ray Mysterio. Hindi pa siya Ray Mysterio. Speaking of Ray Mysterio, he Ayun. has resurfaced. Segway. <laughs> he has resurfaced, he has reappeared, and he's been officially signed to AAA, which is uh, one of the biggest promotions in Mexico. AAA? Fine, AAA. AAA. <laughs> uh, do as the Romans do, as they say. So yeah, he has been signed to AAA, and uh, he was in the ring, actually, with Alberto El Patron. And no, yo, 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 before we celebrate the signing, we just have to take a moment to mention that his release was without... So much ceremony. Yeah, there was no pomp and circumstance. Oh, wala, there was just wala, bam, wala he's gone. Oh, a future endeavors. Actually, yeah, he was kind of released like a jobber or like less than a jobber. No, jobbers get jobbers future get endeavors. future endeavors. Exactly. So less than a jobber. Man, yeah, now that we think about it's it, fucking racist. No, it's it's fucking insane considering fucking that racist. Mysterio should be a Hall of Famer. He's a legend. Oh. I think. I think. Okay, honestly, everything he's accomplished. He will be a Hall of Famer when it comes down to it. But no, the thing oh, yeah. is. On uh, Reddit this week, yeah. it was announced that Rey Mysterio is taking indie shows at $20,000 a pop. But he's working small indies with ADR. I mean, AEP. <laughs> AEP. No, That's I've hard. Seen, that, it it doesn't him, roll I, off the same yeah, way. Yeah, I know. I've seen does. him do 
I've seen him promoted for the show, and I have never heard of the promotion before. What's what's the promotion? I, I can't even remember. It's a small indies in the Northeast. Eh? E. Well, but Siguro the thing is, kung afford nila, kung okay. afford nila. Well, let's think. But Rey Mysterio still has a draw, even at his oh, advanced sure. age, and even after multiple surgeries on his knees. Wait, yo, Rey Mysterio in the Indies is a steal to watch. Yes. Yeah, because he, he's one of the hottest free agents. For, I think he's the biggest free agent right now. Mm-mm. Well, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bigger than Samoa Joe. Yeah, bigger than Samoa Joe, who also debuted on our re-debuted at ROH this week. Only for not, not even for for long, man. Kind of sad. Still, I I, I, find, I just find the whole situation sad. Like these these uh, older veterans, the thing, no, you know, the thing leaving about the promotion where they were most famous no. in. But uh, I guess uh, the thing with Rey Mysterio is the fact that he was unhappy in and he wasn't really being used the way he wanted to be used. Or used at last, all. Uh, the last two years. Speaking of Hall of Fame, for sure he's going to be at least second ballot. Yeah, second round, second round. Yeah. I would have said first ballot. No, I don't, I don't, see, no, it. I don't no, see it that no, way. No, no, Unless it's a dry year. And, uh, no he's one not, he's not going to headline a class. No, unless, unless yeah, it's a dry year, like like you know, Edge's year. My take no, on because for one reason or another things didn't work out. My my take on Rey Mysterio is I think he did deserve to be first ballot just because he was that Latino or that Mexican superstar that they didn't have after. Was Eddie, Eddie a first ballot? He Eddie was. was first he was. Ballot. Was he? The yes. The year he after died, he died, he was inducted. Was he the headliner? I think he was. Yeah. We can Fact actually check. looking. Uh, we can actually look it up right now. You say, it's like the Edge headlining classic, but He'll only headline if it's a really dry year. But uh, and I think we're heading towards you know yeah, drier with, years. With the, no, with the way that the Hall of Fame is filling up, at the rate that they're going, we're running out of guys you know who can headline a class. Oh yeah. I mean, with the exception of The Rock, Trips, Trips, Taker, Vince, when Vince dies, even, when he, dies. when he dies, then you don't have a guy who can really headline a class anymore. But, uh, no, that, that's, sure. that's that, you yeah. know, we grew up seeing. Let for me correct sure. this. Let me correct this on really quickly. All Eddie right. wasn't the headliner. Right. See, I told who you. Who was Bret the headliner? Hart was. Bret Hart was. Well, Eddie couldn't exactly headline. Because he was because dead. He was dead. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Eddie. Then again, Macho Man is headlining this one, right? Hmm. Well, he, he's technically, dead, yes. He's headlining this one. No, because he's the biggest star in this class. In this yeah. class, yeah. So, I guess... Wait, yeah. any, word, any word yet on Miss Elizabeth? No? No. We're not... We're not... We're not... We're not... And speaking of Medusa, Ray was for sure going to be inducted one day. Because if the WWE can make peace with Medusa... And if WWE can induct the Bushwhackers... Ray's gonna get in. Can we drop the Bushwhackers? It's not a no, big it's issue. No, it's not. I'm not. I'm not saying that the Bushwhackers don't deserve to be there. It's just that if the Bushwhackers are in, Ray's in for me. Oh no, man, that's not a question, dude. Wait, I mean, but, they've what? They've inducted some of the sillier characters, like the Coco. Coco Beware. Beware. You know, that, that's a very um, acrimonious selection for the Hall of Fame. So yeah, if Coco Beware can be in, so that's 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 the big word of the week, acrimonious. Yeah, sure. Okay, you've had your one big word for <laughs> one big um, word for the week. Yeah, okay. at least I got acrimonious right. I got the use of it right. Fucking cool arachophobia. What the fuck is arachophobia? We've got a lot to talk about and a lot to rant about this week on the SGP podcast. We've got a recap of uh, the best and worst in wrestling spots and botches. That's coming up. Also, our interview with Ange Pesamal. That's also coming up, and our picks of the week. So stay there, hang in there. More of episode number forty-nine right after this. The Ronaldinho.
episode 49 rolls on with our weekly review of the best and worst in wrestling this week. We like to call this list Spots and Watches! Watches! Let's start off with our first Yay! item on the list. Something from Lucha Underground this week. He's not a little John, but he is Johnny Mundo. And he took on King Cuerno last week in what was a, a pretty solid outing, a solid affair between both guys. Mm, uh, I like that it went all over the ring. I'm becoming a huge, huge fan of the arrow from the depths of hell. I what, love that shit. What arrow? The finisher ni. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. The suicide dive through the rope. Yeah, awesome. I have to it's, say, though, it's one of the most uniquely named moves. Oh, I think, no, I think that's what makes it special it's a simple move but it's a thing Daniel Bryan does on the regular but so, it's just hyped so well I, the fact that he does the arrow the bow and arrow yes. motion before yeah I agree with that boom you know, the sorry. setup the setup is pretty beautiful I, uh, someone who did watch last week's episode was my dad actually I, I got him to watch Lucha Underground for the first time and uh, this is one of the first matches he saw the, the Mundo versus Cuerno match and like my dad uh, he, he tends to be more on the marquee side which is totally okay yeah. yeah I mean like judging from the way that you talk about your dad and his fan you should really guess in the show yeah we should get your yeah. dad because and it's like tita mo Si Tita, si Tita Generico is not going to guess nah. honestly you know I even have a hard time messaging her Trying to get me stuff. Trying to get you stuff. So, so this is really what it is. Just you know, her just trying to get you stuff. Uh, that's basically our relationship and talking about NXT. Wonderful. Okay. Do we have anything from NXT on this week's list? Uh, not really. I mean, like uh, NXT was okay, you know. But, but like we're used to that. Uh, well, fine. We have like one item from NXT. We have the Bill Demont allegations, which is oh, sad. Not already. Okay, it's okay. Yeah, I guess. I mean, since you brought it up, I might as well just you know uh, throw the cat out of the bag. Uh, we want to talk about the Bill DeMott allegations just because it's pretty messed up that we're hearing these things from multiple sources. People are denying it and then people are also affirming it. So there are different camps, obviously, to this story. But if you've seen at least one of the stories, no. Bill DeMott comes across to me as the Terrence Fletcher of the WWE. What I like about, uh, well, actually the, the whole thing was revived thanks to uh, former NXT star Judas Devlin, who I assume was playing a demon gimmick. But, uh, as, you know, an occult gimmick. But uh, what I liked about his accusations was that they weren't vague. Right. You can't, okay, it's really, really damn hard to, I don't know, to defend against those at face value. The burden of proof was, was, uh, no, was, was met. The thing about uh, the allegations was, I, th- I think Devlin's letter con- uh uh, contained an anecdote that involved Oliver Gray. And Oliver Gray on his personal Facebook actually went out and said that he had nothing to do with any of the stories and that the allegations and accusations were false. So mm-hmm. um, I think that's one strike, I guess, ag- uh, against these people who are calling for but Bill no, DeMott's head. The thing about Oliver Gray's denial is that his part was something small. Mm-hmm. Okay, according to Judas Devlin, uh, Bill DeMott liked to call Oliver Gray Joel Pedophile. As a play on his real name, Joel Pettifer. Yeah. That, that's so insequential. In, inconsequential. Inconsequential, relatively, to the whole story. It's one little thing. He's denying that one little thing. That doesn't mean everything else isn't true. But the thing is, if any of the things that are being thrown at Bill DeMont are true, mm. like including the past things like him having people wrestle naked to begin which with. there are pictures of. Which there are pictures of. But if he, if, you know, it's his fault... If he pushed it, 
it still makes him come across as too creepy for WWE by my standards. How about you? How about the stories where uh, he told Enzo Amore multiple times to kill himself? Where he tore off Rusev's New York Jets shirt because he hated the New York Jets. I don't know. And Rusev was fresh off of neck surgery when that happened. Oh, yeah. Well, the thing is, Bill DeMont, like, you know, comes across as a crazy guy mm. in real life. Yeah, not, there's not, that true, not, yeah. Yeah, have you, have you, haven't you seen Whiplash? Oh, yeah. um, bestado na naman to. oh come on, man. man. Well, okay, that's, that's one of the movies that, that are on that my list. Is, 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 no, uh, I haven't. We're going to educate you just so the comparisons are I know accurate. What, I know what. I know what the basic story of Whiplash is. No, but is. you don't know how bad Terrence Fletcher is. Yeah. <laughs> like, when we say it's accurate, it's pretty damn accurate. Like, people know of Terrence Fletcher the way they know of Bill DeMott, but See, neither of them were really, really uh, popular. Like in DC Lane, parang like the triple mainstream H's. crazy. No, they weren't the triple H's or the Undertakers, but they're mainstream <laughs> fucking crazy. All right, they would subject their pupils, their students to not just emotional but sometimes physical abuse. But the product was really good. NXT is brilliant, and so was Fletcher's band. And at some point, I think parallel para story, somebody comes out and and uh, basically accused Fletcher of everything wrong that he did. It cost Fletcher his job. Now, the big question now is, will Bill DeMott get fired or will WWE actually take action uh, given that they have these, these CSR campaigns with, like Be A Star and all that shit? Will this actually happen? Well, they have hired the Brian Kendrick. So? I don't know. You know, honestly, <laughs> no, it's just it's just they, are, they have been hiring more trainers, more coaches to come on to NXT. And I think, you know, Rhino's going to support in some kind of role that now that he's come on. And... I think maybe Bill Demont's on his way out, just just because, just because no, what? but no, just but because just because you know no, there's no, no. enough heat on him at this point. No, TVK and Rhino were hired before this even blew up. Mm-hmm. It blew up before, but not as bad as it is now. So, are we really sure that? No, DeMont I'm not. I'm not saying it's sure. I'm just saying that if Bill Demont goes, there are people who can step into his role. Oh, okay. possibly. fair enough. Fair enough. It's good. It's good. I'll give you that. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, as it stands, the fact that there's somebody who's undergoing these allegations and that multiple people have been witness to this. And are corroborating it. It says a lot as well about uh, wrestling as a fraternity. Now, you know, people still haven't grown the fuck up. True. I think those defending him are the guys who weren't under him. Chris Jericho defended him, but I'm pretty sure he wasn't trained by Bill DeMott. Yeah. No, Jericho did work with him in WCW at some point. As a peer, not as as a peer. Yeah, that's true. So, so maybe it's easy for him to defend it. Maybe he doesn't know how bad it really is. Because he's third party, technically. But you know what? It's funny because the tweet he, he put out kind of affirms in a roundabout way Bill DeMott's I know, behavior. Wait, uh, Psychosis. I the tweet. I posted it, right? Uh, he's kind of affirming that, okay, yes, it's true. So you got to suck it up in order to be a wrestler. Ah right, right. Sabini Chris Jericho in the tweet was he went through the heart uh, the heart dungeon, oh. and the heart dungeon was uh, uh, quote unquote ten thousand times worse than the performance center mm. down in Florida. So yeah, if you can't make it, you can't hack it in the industry. Which again, parang 
um, you know how there's a negative side to the what would Harley race do mentality? Yeah. Ito rin yun eh. Yung, there's a negative side to the old school toughness and grittiness that wrestlers like to like to preach about. We actually have an answer to what would Harley race do. He's really mad about this. Yeah. <laughs> that's true because Harley race was actually one of the people that Judas Devlin was in close coordination with uh, and it showed in the letter. Hmm. Well, mm. I'm not sure how much uh, Harley race participated in this scenario, but... I don't think it was enough. Yeah, uh, I, I would say so. Because uh, where's Judas Devlin now? He's no longer with WWE. Sayang. Uh, he, he's just some guy right now writing a letter, uh, or or who, whose letter from like two years ago was unearthed. Yeah. Sayang, is, he even, I was, is he even on the indies right now? I don't know. But well, I was actually looking forward to seeing him because I was intrigued by the name Palang. Yeah. I thought he was going to be part of the Ascension. So. The third man. Yeah. yeah anyway. But, you know, that, that, that anyway, moving on. I mean, uh, I, I guess before we move on, the idea is for us like to not move on until something is done. And yes. I think, uh, credit where credit is due, the people behind the hashtag Fire Bill Demott, yeah. you know, uh, it, it got people's attention. I mean, if hashtag give divas a chance. Uh, got Vince's attention. And got somewhere, then here's the hoping that hashtag Fire Bill Demott goes somewhere as well. Or at least leads to changes to be implemented. Yeah. Yeah. At the very least. At, at the very least. Now, moving on to our next item on the list. Hashtag give divas a chance. I think divas were kind of given a chance uh, this week on Raw. Coming off of last week's 31-second divas match. Which was a horrible match. Uh, this week, we had a match that lasted all of 6 minutes and which, 36 seconds. Which on Raw is a big deal. A lot of time, yeah. It was yeah, a lot yeah. of time. That's, no, no, but the thing is... That's now six minutes in three hours. That's still better than the No, consider the entire episode. All the matches did not go for... I think the main event only went 10 minutes. Yeah. Above 10 minutes. Everything else was rushed. Yeah, everything else was pretty short. Uh, yeah, that, Because everyone talked so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the Divas Championship match between uh, Paige and Nikki Bella, which ended in another DQ when Brie Bella interfered and AJ Lee came out, a huge, huge ass pop. It, it was a good segment back. altogether. And I like how it was being written as well. Now, you know, AJ and Paige, they had this they had this tension with them. Basically, the storyline was written as if it were written for men. Yes. Yeah. Which is a good thing. Cause it, Pollen. Uh, you know, people like us uh, on the internet, we clamor for, for the women to be treated on the same footing as men. And we're getting it. it yes. They're not fighting over... They're not fighting over some silly thing. No petty would... di- total diva stuff. Yeah, it, it's nothing shallow. It's over the championship. It's yes. over uh, between Paige and AJ. You're not sure if they're finally going to get along or if they're still actually enemies. So, or if they're going to rip each other apart. Yeah, it's intriguing. It's one big, uh, one big explosion waiting to happen. And rumors have it that uh, Paige and AJ will team up against the Bellas at WrestleMania. Yes. I actually want no. I want to see the women's. Not even women's title, sorry. Divas Championship defended at the very least. It deserves to be defended. I would too. It, it was last year. Um, uh, actually, here's a fun fact. The Divas, uh, the Bella Twins to be exact, have not had a match at WrestleMania until WrestleMania 30. That mm. Vicky Guerrero Invitational was their first ever match. That but your first match that was supposed to be 29. Better they got uh, Knicks off the card. Yeah, and then mm. that got recycled on Raw. I remember right, that. Right. And I, I know this. That. And I know this because I watch Total Divas now, which, by the way, premieres on E! this week. Back-to-back back episodes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. With a plug! Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, yeah. But honestly, season honestly, one. Season, yeah, season one. Oi, oi. Humahabalang E. 
they're, they're trying. They're airing back to back episodes Ilang all episodes the way. Per season. Uh, it's about the first one had seventeen. The next one had fourteen. This next Is one has. Long? Yeah, season three has 21. Oh, uh, yeah, I remember it was broken up into yeah. halves. Yeah. Exactly. And the thing is because, well, it's a continuous storyline, technically. Hey, hey, they're giving away posters, by the way. For where? For, for you know, the Total Divas. If you, if you Who's answer on the, the poster? Uh, the Bella Twins. On which podcast page? On our podcast page. Of bitch. course! <laughs> yeah, so, you know. Uh, so if you want if you want the well, poster. Eva Marina poster. I, I'm pretty sure there is an Eva Marie poster. Because well, there's well, no page poster. Oh, there's no page season one. Pa yeah, eh. season one. Pa lang eh. So, I think the so best when, we get, when we get to season four? When do we get to season three, three bro? Three. Sorry, yeah. season three. three. I think the best know? options uh, season three. one. Pa lang. No, 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 no. In real life, it's, in real life, three. it's yeah. three. Okay. Yeah, so your best options from season one are Eva Marie and the Bellas. True. But we still love you, Paige. Yeah, of course. Bye. Alright, so uh, I, I guess we can move on from the Divas Championship. Yes, yes. From the Divas. We're good, we're good, we're good. We've given them a chance this All right. week. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Let's move right. on. Um, I, I want to talk about this next botch first because the last I want to say I want I want this segment to end on a high note. So let's talk about the hot potatoing of the Intercontinental Championship belt, which <sighs> happened on Raw. SmackDown and then Raw. So uh, it's a, it's an ongoing no, thing Raw now. Raw first and then Raw, no. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ne. No, actually, it happened in Fastlane first. Right, when Dean started it all. Uh, and the, the basic premise behind it is Dean Ambrose claims that BNB isn't a fighting champion unlike the Intercontinental Champions of Old. So he's going to try to defend the, the honor of the championship by being a fighting champion and by f- holding the physical symbol of that championship. And after Dean Ambrose follows our truth. And our truth. Uh, gives it willingly back to Dean Ambrose after Dean so kindly asked for some reason on SmackDown. It's like a Looney Tunes show, actually. No, actually, well, yeah, it is. Yeah, because our truth is sneaking around, trying to be all you know, trying to be all furtive and shit. Oh, to be fair, uh, to, yung mga tatagoan niya, talagang tatagoan niya. Yeah, yung mga, yung mga except for his shirt. Yeah, I guess. Kind of obvious in t shirt, but like uh, from from last week on Raw, nung tinago niya under the table. Yeah, that's funny. That was funny. I'll give him that. And then when Luke Harper just came out from out of out nowhere, nowhere. <laughs> that was also funny. Parang, oh shit. And then see JBL, Dine Dinaya Vila, see R Truth. No, you're not there, R Truth. No, <laughs> you you're don't not exist. there. Yeah, you don't exist. <laughs> R Truth is a wrestling kill. Like from Keenan Kel. Yeah, 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 pretty much. Guys, my observation oh. the Intercontinental Championship right now is similar to the Hardcore Championship. Less. It's Which is worse. so yeah, see, sad because it's like it's like at any given time anyone can no, hold people it. People are just taking it, man. It's it's not. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to me. I think it might make sense down the road, maybe as we get closer to WrestleMania. But right now, it's just poor booking. Dude, the hardcore championship nga ano eh. Uh, at least may pinfall na nagaganap, may submission oh, oh. na nagaganap. Itong Intercontinental Championship, people just fucking take it. it Dolph Ziggler from it, out of nowhere just yeah. super kicked Luke Harper and grabbed the belt. And it's mine now. It diba? made sense when Dean did it first. Uh, paano it made sense. He made it make sense. Now I don't understand what the fuck <laughs> is going on. It, although I will tell Unless you Unless that's the point. I will tell you one thing. It justifies it justifies hanging the championship above the rafters. Yes. That way no one can fuck around oh. with it. But the thing is, it's just weird. It doesn't feel organic. Oh. It doesn't feel organic. It doesn't feel like they put enough thought into it. They're it, just like, they oh, didn't. let's just roll with it. Guys, take a look at this field, all right? You've got the champion, Bad News Barrett. You've got Dean Ambrose, R-Truth, Luke Harper, Dolph Ziggler, and... 
Daniel Bryan, there are six names and they're all kind of linked to the Intercontinental Ito Championship yan, right now. It's an eight-man match. I, I, supposedly. Are you okay? Well, the first question. Are you okay with Daniel Bryan being in this match? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. If it means he completes the set, yes. Oh. Because I mean, I know that earlier this week, um, somebody posted on SGP that Daniel Bryan has won every single championship. I think it was Rocky. No, no, no. Uh, that was me. That was you. Oh, that, that was fact. you. And he hasn't won every championship. But every what, what, WrestleMania that Daniel Bryan has competed in is in a, for a championship. a championship match. So which championship has he not won? Intercontinental. Yeah, well, that, that's it. That's this the one thing to complete the set. That's what I meant to say. All right. So th- uh, that happens. Another streak actually continues. The second streak being that Dolph Ziggler has never been in a singles match at WrestleMania. And I think even though everybody wants that WrestleMania moment, mahalaga pa rin yung singles moment. And Daniel Bryan, he had that last year. Yes. Right? Uh, I think uh, Sheamus has had that, uh, you know. When he beat him, when he beat Daniel Bryan in that infamous match. Right, right. And, you know, uh, all the top guys strive to get to that point where they have that one, one-on-one match yes. at WrestleMania. Whether they win or lose is irrelevant. So, uh, as a Ziggler fan, I kind of feel for the guy. Now, he's not getting that opportunity again. Well... Given the way that he's been booked this year, I'm happy that he's at least in a position to make an impact on the show, like as a show stealer, like he was before. But I don't know, man. Like maybe next year. That's that's the optimistic. That's the optimist in me, thinking that maybe next year. Because uh, maybe, maybe next, next year. Uh, maybe next year. So, you know, sometimes sometimes all the optimism can just be fool's gold. You know. Yeah. Or maybe wow, sorry, no more. I'm sorry. Sorry for trying to be positive. <laughs> Sorry if we like to clap and dance and jive. I'm I, saying new I'm, day reference. Fine. New again, day reference again. Because if we if we don't smile, all the rage <laughs> will come out. But talking about Ziggler, I mean, he did have his post WrestleMania moment, which did count for something when he cashed in, like two years ago. Yeah, uh, you could say that. But when you say now, you know, you were on that WrestleMania. Because that raw true, after WrestleMania, true. nobody remembers that date. Or nobody remembers, you know, where where There's they no were. number for that. Then. Right. Young WrestleMania is the Super Bowl of wrestling. So that's it. Right? So, uh, fine. There's no number for WrestleMania anymore. It's yes. WrestleMania play button now. Yeah. <laughs> Next year is WrestleMania star. And then what's after that? I don't know yet. What happens to Ogu? Yeah, whatever it'll be. Right. WrestleMania heart. <laughs> anyway, uh, let, let's uh, shift gears to our last item on the spots and botches list and this ending th- on a high note yeah we're, we're gonna end on a high note and end on a hard and tall note as well uh, Miz and Miz Dow <laughs> <laughs> on air high five thank you <laughs> Miz and Miz Dow shot that commercial you saw that on Smackdown and Miz just treating poor Miz Dow so horribly and the Wait, commercial Smackdown? yeah yeah, yeah. On, on, it was oh, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah it was on shot on Smackdown right correct and correct. then on Raw that's when Miz gathered the whole locker room, basically, for the world premiere of his commercial. And can I just say that I fucking called it from SmackDown, pal. Like, I knew it was about Viagra. I haven't seen SmackDown, so I never saw what the commercial was. Uh, yeah, on SmackDown, they didn't tell you what the product was. They didn't mm. tell you what Miz was endorsing. All he said was, I know the lines. I know, I, like, like, just let me act. Choo-choo-choo. And and when he, <laughs> when you actually did it, I was like, yeah, it's probably gonna be about Viagra. Monday Night Raw happens. What the fuck about fucking Viagra? And Niagara though. Yeah, Niagara, your brand name, right? Mm-hmm. And then not could, so very subtle. <laughs> 
and, and but you, it works. Yeah. And and you could see na the tension was really at an all time high, and the crowd was ready to pop. But I think uh, creative was right to not let it pop yet at that. Yeah, moment. I yeah. think they should say they're really gonna save it for us. Oh, I, I, have, I have a really important question. Yes. Niz and Miss Dao over a Viagra commercial, or Edge and Booker T over a Japanese shampoo commercial. Which mm. would you rather have? Mm. I'll Viagra commercial. This Viagra commercial was hilarious. I'm sorry. I mean, like, I remember that. I remember that fake commercial. But this one, ah, this is Miz at his best. Honestly, this is Miz. Oh yeah, it is at yeah. his best utilized. Mm. They're yeah. they're both really playing their parts well. But if it's leading to a one in one blow off, which I hope it does, which I it, logically speaking, yes, it does. But it's as long as they keep the momentum going properly. It's all going to work out. Because if both men are playing their parts to perfection. You know, I would love that. I would love to see a match at WrestleMania between Miz and Miz now. Then again, I think at the rate we're going right now, there's a lot of one-on-one matches or matches in general. So I wouldn't blame Creative if they were shoehorned in the Battle Royal. But I want Miz now to win the Battle Royal. I want Miz and Miz now in the final two and Miz asking Miz now to lay down for him. And then Mizdao finally snaps after the crowd pops for him and throws Miz over the top rope. That's a WrestleMania yeah, moment like in itself. That, yeah. I'd like that. I'd mm. like that. So I, um, either of those two ways, I'd be good with that. I'd be down with that as long as we get that WrestleMania payoff between both of them. If in the Andre the, ba- Andre the Giant Battle Royal, it comes down to Cena, Miz, and Mizdao, and Cena's eliminated first, I would pop so hard for that. Yeah, so would I. Wait, well, that should done some battle royal, Bobby. And I, no, also, no, I if, also don't if think if he yeah. does, if he does end up in the battle royal, I just realized that yes, he's not officially in yet. Yeah, but I would have loved that though. I would love that because you know this the Cena Miz thing. That's that's what Miz keeps going back to, Deba. Right. And if Miz now eliminates Cena first, imagine the pop. No, if if Miz now eliminates oh, yeah, Cena yeah, first, yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine the huge imagine pop the that's pop. gonna get. Dude, Miz now and Cena have a history as well. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, Miz, well, no. yeah, yeah, I just yeah, yeah. realized that. So um, I'm calling it now. I'm calling it now. If no, Cena no. if Cena is in the Battle Royal, that is the end. That's three. not happening. No, yeah, it's not that, happening. No, just, Sorry, man. You know, that's not happening. Fantasy booking wise, if it happens. He's probably going to hostage Lana to get the rematch. Hey, speaking of Lana, she'll be taken off TV for a while. Uh, news came in today that she will be f- uh, filming a WWE Studios project. Hey, why is American accent? I, dude, she'll be in Pitch Perfect, and you can see it in May. Oh yeah, right. Coming to cinemas near. No, no, but that's not a WWE Studios project. This one is. Right, but Ooh, uh, she might. I'm pretty sure she's gonna be advertised for the movie as you know Lana. As Lana, not a CJ Perry. You know, why is this girl talking in an American accent? Yeah, that's gonna be weird. It, it, it might be weird. Uh, but yeah, so um, there is speculation right now that Lana will be taken off TV. The question is whether Rusev goes with her. So, I don't know. I don't know where this leaves uh, everybody's favorite Russians. <laughs> and with that, uh, we close off this list of the things we liked and didn't like. Sayang ang Rusev. Yeah, new, new, new house. New house in Tennessee. Yeah, you know. He can Tennessee. Find a new house for, for the bedfellows. Anyway, let's close out this list of the things we like and didn't like in wrestling this week. This was your Spasen Bashes. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
Episode 49 of the SGP Podcast rolls on. We are so excited to have our guest for this week. You know, we've been hyping her her guesting on this episode since, I think, two weeks ago or since last week. Last week. Yeah, since, since last week. <laughs> so excited for this. If you are a fan of the movie English Only, please. And we know you are. And we know you are. No, no, we are. He was talking about us. Yeah, Damn but it. also the general audience has seen it. Haven't these nerds seen other movies? If you're a fan of that movie, we've got the award-winning screenwriter, screenplay writer behind English Only, please. She's also a huge fan of Philippine Wrestling Revolution, so shout-out to our homeboys and homegirls in PWR. Please welcome to the SGP Podcast, Miss Ange Pesumal. Yay! Yay! Hello. How's it going, Ange? Cool. I'm so excited to be here. And I did not know that I was being hyped last week because I just got the invitation cool. <laughs> a couple of days ago. That'd be sad Wait, so <laughs> we hyped her before she was invited? Hey, she made it, didn't she? Yes. Yay! Yay! That's what matters. That was yeah, it all worked out. It all worked out. <laughs> all right, so uh, Ange is a huge fan of PWR, but I know that Vendetta wasn't your first show. No, no, no. It was the one before that. I think it was called Terminus. Yes. Terminus. Right. Terminus. Yes. Yeah, so tell us about your experience. I know that uh, you had some expectations heading into Terminus, especially after how your friends invited you. So tell us about that story. Right, right. Uh, well, a couple of friends of mine, Francis and Tommy, hello, uh, they told me that there was going to be a wrestling show in Makati Cinema Square. And I was like, what? Pinoy wrestling? Makati Cinema Square, home of pirated <laughs> DVDs. So <laughs> I was guns. actually expecting it to be like this place where, you know, orcs and like Zologs would be standing around the I stage. Like the, I and, like, like the proper orc <laughs> reference. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. As in yung naka black. I haven't, heard, that. I haven't heard that in forever. No? <laughs> Referring to those people Summer as Slam orcs. levels. Yung yes. Who's the name of that? Yung the jumping Zologs and orcs. Pero dati pa yung orcs eh. Well, nung high school pa kayong orcs eh. Nung high school, tayo. Tayo. Oh, sorry, sorry. sorry. Tayo. We're, we're all the same age. Wait. I, I was I, I was in college then. <laughs> hey! We're not sure your age here. No, no, no. Oh, hindi ka namin yung lalaglag ah. Wait, no. No, that might have been our high... I don't know. Never mind. It's not going yeah, to yeah, high school, high school, So, yes, college, orcs. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I was expecting that. Like, you know, like... like uh, Mabahong wrestling match. Well, basically. well, it's a burger, Hi, papi. Delicate. So you were, you were thinking that it was like some That's underground midget boxing, some underground fight club or something. Exactly, exactly, like a fight club thing. So, um, so when my two friends who happen to be, you know, like tough-looking guys, you're like, oh, let's watch. I was like, game, so game. <laughs> even then, though, even though that was the idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I thought it would be cool and it would be fun because, like, way. you know, wrestling's fun. <laughs> right. So, but that never pushed through. Uh, they somehow, I think, Pats they bailed. got canceled. This was for yeah, they bailed. Right? Uh, the first one, the first one, I think, yeah, the first in September yeah, 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 That was yeah. Renaissance, yeah. So when I heard about the second show, I was the one pa who texted them. I was like, oh, guys, uh, there's a second show. We have to go. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> And then they never showed up. Sounds like a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, you aren't the first person that we've heard this, a similar story from. There are a lot of people who are friends of ours who, you know, have fail, friends. Yeah, who, who have, have friends. friends yeah. Who say they're going to watch and then don't show. Yeah. I, I'm, I have at least 15 people who told me that they were going to show up for the last one. And, and they didn't like, show up. I was like, what? Where are you? We have listeners on the podcast who didn't show up too. <laughs> who you, said they were going to go. Do you live near uh, MCS or do you live near Mahati? Uh, not anymore. I used to live here in Mandaluyong. Okay. Okay. As of last 
month, no. <laughs> so so you had this idea in your head, and then you actually enter Makati Square Arena, and then you see you see uh, terminus go down. No, 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 no. Before I even entered the arena, all I saw was black backing ah, okay. ah, yeah, to yeah, cover yeah, yeah, the. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, "Ay, ito na yung mabahong show." <laughs> <laughs> And then I what can happened? Feel it. And then what happened? Take us through it. <laughs> so, well, entering the whole thing, and then I started to see familiar people and friends. Like, oh, okay, hey, given that they're wrestling fans yes. themselves. And then when the show started, and I believe it was either you, Raf, or Stan who was speaking, oh, that was, I was me. Like, wow, English, English, palato. Temper <laughs> <laughs> English only, and please. Then, yeah, English, English only, please. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Boom. On their fist bump. And then I was surprised even like the referees were speaking in English. Oh, he's down. He's down. Oh, back up. Out. Back up. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Matt Ross. <laughs> kids to. My but class of pala. course, of course, it was still, uh, no, it, it still smelled like sweat by the end oh, of the yeah. night. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's but the very It was all in good fun, eh, sir. That's the Right, so so um, from from the first show or from the first two shows that you watched, who struck you as one of your early favorites? Oh my God, Canta Terror. Oh yeah, like hands down. He's a fan favorite as early. Katie, yeah. you know, have one more girl, Katie, me iha na. So after the Terminus show, um, I basically like pitched the whole PWR thing to everyone I would talk to. Including my high school friends who never watched wrestling, okay. and all I had to do was tell them the Kanta Terror story <laughs> <God>. <laughs> during the Terminus match, right? He, it was like a handicap match, yes. and then he had to look for his. No, first it was his entrance, which mm-hmm. was laklak, and right. he was drinking pale pills, in, and then he goes up stage. It's like it's a handicap match, blah blah blah. I'm gonna look for my partner. Uh, partner. Yeah, yeah. Oh, too flowery. Oh, too girly. Oh, you, and then this Lito Atienza guy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Mark Dimanada, shout outs to you. <laughs> I was just like, it, it, well, it, it sold. Ben, it sold right? super. So I told this to everyone I knew, and they were like, oh, just for that match, we're watching. I was like, yay. <laughs> and did, did they actually show up for the next no, show? No, no, I told oh, you, okay. like 15 people didn't show up. Yeah, they <laughs> suck. No, no, no. I mean, like, sayang yung <laughs> elevator pitch ko. After you told them, ah, sayang, okay. They, they, they didn't even show up, man. Sayang yan. So um, out, out of the matches that you saw, though, uh, which one was the one that uh, that struck you as you left the PWR arena? Like, yung talagang, you'll remember that match. Uh, from the last one. Or putting from the first, from one, the that first one that you saw. One. Uh, it's, still, it's still that kind of terror handicap match because it was just so stupid. <laughs> just so stupid. I way, loved I it. <laughs> yeah, I can't blame but, you. <laughs> but um, I guess one of the... At least in terms of anticipation for the next ones, I'm very curious about the whole Brian Leo storyline. Growing up mm-hmm. with him trying to recruit everyone into his little what's his what's name? The Royal the Flush. The Royal Flush. So that's what I'm curious about. Because like, if they're gonna be like an NWO, Triple H, whatever thing, evolution. Yes. So, Ange, um, considering that you've seen two shows, what's your take on the continuity that PWR has built? Um, it's well, it's growing really, really fast, right? In yeah. terms of fan base, and I think it's yeah. great that you also have that online reach, because then you can like potentially, you know, um, continue storylines offline. Yeah, on this podcast, no, or on this podcast, and because you don't have the behind the scenes in the right. in the locker rooms yeah. kind of thing, that's what you can bring online, which yeah. I think is really fun. So um, there's a kind of engagement that goes on and interaction as well because I see like people 
trash talking <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 on yeah. Facebook. That's, oh yeah, you've seen that. Oh shit. <laughs> okay. It well, actually exists. Yeah. yeah, it happens. For those who don't know, it happens. And Brian Leo is the only one who makes patol. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, think, we yeah, we have yeah. our share of haters. Okay, okay. It's a sign that you made it. <laughs> yeah. You know, watching uh, watching a PWR show and coming off with this much gusto, I, I think it's safe to assume that you're actually a wrestling fan even before PWR happened. Yes, yes. Uh, you, you, mentioned, uh, you mentioned the NWO. So I think it's time to go into your fandom. Okay. Uh, can you talk about how you started watching? I don't remember how I started wrestling. Started watching wrestling. I just remember that I was watching wrestling. So okay. I must have been about two, three years old at that time, and we would visit my grandparents in Singapore. Okay. And apparently, and I don't remember this. Apparently, my grandfather would bring home wrestling tapes after work, and he'd watch it with his three <laughs> female grandchildren. <laughs> Starting them young. <laughs> I love it. And so that was just like for a summer, I think. And then later on, I must have been around five or six when uh, we found out that wrestling was airing on mm-hmm. TV. Right. Mm-hmm. So then that's when we started to get into it out of the nostalgia for things. So, so that was, was a fav- long time ago. So who was your favorite wrestler growing up? <clears throat> um, Growing up, dame. But like, uh, I, I think my first favorite was Macho Man. Hey. Probably because of the colors. You know, <laughs> actually, like, yeah. I didn't understand yeah. anything. But it's actually an, an answer we haven't heard a lot. No. Yeah, I mean, Randy Savage. A lot of people do reference his, you know, his greatness yeah, in, yeah. in the grand scheme of things, but no one really singles him out. Yeah, but I think you're the first person who actually mentions Macho Man as her favorite wrestler. Yeah, but that well, was she, like when I was a kid, when all I cared about were colors <laughs> and like visuals. But um, growing up, it was definitely Shawn Michaels. Yeah. No surprises there, but you have to, like yeah. the heartbreak kid. Hello, I'm boy. a girl. Yeah, actually, a lot of girls. He makes either... me hot. Yeah, exactly. He makes there me shiver. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Makes you feel like you're on yes. cloud nine. I love it. Makes it. me feel like I'm on cloud nine. Yeah. So, Somebody who can recite the lyrics. I memorized Go it, man. It was my ringtone for a long time. Dude, <laughs> that is awesome. I probably still have it on my iTunes because I would buy the. And the engagement's pirated TV. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Uso pa yung CD niya, Exactly, yeah. exactly. Do you have this wrestling playlist on your iTunes? Because I know I've got my wrestling playlist. Ako. Like I, I compile everything there. No, well, I, I think, think I only just have HBK and probably um, Diesel. I don't remember. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So you have your your uh, two of your favorite wrestlers. You've got HBK. You've got the Macho Man. What are your favorite matches from either of them? If you can remember, uh, I do remember okay. watching the championship. The first time that Shawn Michaels won the championship match mm. uh, on TV, and I remember it was like way past. You know, it was like oh, yeah, one yeah, yeah. in the morning, and then you're like eight years old or something, and uh, you're watching this, and it's like it's this weird emotional right. thing that goes. Did you on. get into it? Really, like really get into it? Yeah, but then, you know, naman, I think it was ABC5. They got it the moment he raised oh, his belt. That's it. Because it was done, right? And then, but, like, I have a favorite storyline. I don't. Yeah, yeah go so, ahead. My favorite storyline. So there was this time that Shawn Michaels was going against the Heart Foundation, right? right? Yes. So um, this was before the screw job, oh, etc. Okay. Okay. And I remember, it must have been like 96, 97 ish. He. He was being accused by the British Bulldog yeah. mm-hmm. of um, seducing 
British Bulldog's wife, Diana uh, Smith. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, right, 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 right. And uh, I remember, like, there was this whole, like, thing, you know, the whole ex- verbal exchanges going mm-hmm. on in the middle of the ring. And um, British Bulldog was there, and um, Diana Smith was there, probably Jim Neidhart, I don't know, you know, the rest of the heart mm. guys. And they were all yeah. ganging up against mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels. And uh, they, so they were, they were pointing fingers, and... I just remember this one line from Shawn Michaels, and it's my favorite like wrestling line ever. Uh-huh. He goes, "Mrs. Smith, with all due respect, please do not flatter yourself." <laughs> and everyone was just like, the entire audience went wild, and I loved it so much because you know it spoke a lot about his mm, ego, yeah, you know. Swag. But at the same time, it was just so charming the way he said it. Mm. I think that's what I liked about him. What, yeah, what I like most. Well, about the him. characterization of. Sean Michaels at the time. That fits the profile. Mm, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> how about uh, now? now? Yes. Uh, speaking of now, at how about now? Uh, yeah, you'd be surprised. <laughs> it's not about you two. Not right now. <laughs> no, right? it's not about us. It's I, was about just saying, I was just saying. It's about girls really love Sean Michaels. If they don't love Randy Orton or John Cena, they love HVK sure. or Roman. I think I think Roddy Piper kind of had that appeal, less sexiness. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, how about now, though? Do you still keep tabs with the current product? And are there any ones that catch your eye right now? Well, um, I only ever watch wrestling now during the major shows. So, like my last four. one is... Yeah, well, yeah. what's the big four? Um, SummerSlam, SummerSlam, WrestleMania, the Royal Rumble, and Survivor, Survivor Series. Survivor Series. And Survivor Series. Uh, well, no. More WrestleMania and Royal Rumble, I think. So, Which I watched the last fair, Royal yeah. Rumble match. And then the... The last last time I watched wrestling was WrestleMania last year. Thirty, yeah. yeah. So um, I would just happen to catch them on TV, uh, and I would basically Wikipedia the current storylines okay. and characters because mm-hmm. I do not yeah, know yeah. any of them. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. So like there was this whole Daniel Bryan hype thing going mm-hmm. on during the WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. I was like, who the hell is Daniel Bryan? So Ooh. as he was like winning the match, I was Wikipediaing his <laughs> entire life story. <laughs> He was, he was trained by HBK. Yeah, he was. Well, wait, wait, he yeah. was? Yeah, he was. I actually want to ask you this. Uh, we don't usually get a lot of uh, a lot of casual fans on the show. But, uh, yeah, we do get them as guests. But not, you know, not... But, uh, most of them don't really watch anymore. So yeah. I, I just want to ask, from a casual fan's... Uh, casual now, casual fan's point of view, what were, what were your thoughts first on WrestleMania last year? On WrestleMania like how did you year. find it as an event? Uh, well, it's always still a spectacle. And mm-hmm. I think that's an important aspect to, you know, the sustainability of, like, WWE mm-hmm. for so many years now. It's still a spectacle. Uh, I can't say much about the quality of the story lines. Okay, sure. Because um, it's not something that I follow right. all throughout. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... I'm not a technical viewer either. Right, true. So I don't know much about like, oh, parang umaat par na si I do not know those right. things. But like, <laughs> yeah, like, well, going back to the fact that I don't follow storylines, I was watching the Royal Rumble recently and yeah. I was like, Bakit parang gold dust only ever comes out during major events? And apparently, he had a storyline last mm-hmm. year. Yeah, yeah. Which he's, was he's very similar doing... to the whole Undertaker Kane thing, I guess, right? No, no he's doing blood... that now. He's oh, doing he that is. now with his brother Cody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's, well, it looks like the way that things are going, they're going to have a brother versus brother match at WrestleMania. 
yun. So mm-hmm. so it was a re- it's a repeating storyline in a sense, right? Of, mm-hmm. like, right. In a way. In a way. Because like in wrestling, everything is recycled. Naman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there is no original thing nowadays in wrestling. Right, right. No, but as a fan who, you know, who doesn't keep up, only watches the big events, parang, I, have to, parang, I, I think the question is this. Do you like what you see? I mean, like, do you still like what you see? Do you still like uh, what you watch? Yeah, well, I don't have any negative opinions towards it except for that. What's his name? Who won the Royal Rumble? <laughs> oh, what's that guy, name? Roman Reigns. Oh, yeah, Reigns. like who the hell is he? <laughs> <laughs> He's the rock's cousin. I've seen a Wikipedia entry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Check that right now? <laughs> yeah, let me check that out right now. I'm is on it? Wikipedia. Verification, verification. <laughs> no, Roman's well, the actually ro- the Rock's cousin. Yeah, that's why the Rock. Came uh, yeah, out. yeah, yeah, and he was trained. Yeah, but uh, that's 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 my question now because okay. I can't yeah, tell. When it's actually real or not? Because when the rock came out, I actually thought that that was real. It was real. It was real. It was. So, parang that wasn't scripted. Oh no! It oh it was scripted. It yes. was scripted, but you know, in storyline, in real life, yeah, yeah, cousins. that was planned. That's the fun part I think about okay. wrestling, trying to figure out. Oh like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. It very much is real and fake. Yeah, I think for both uh, for both casual fans and like the hardcore ones, about trying to blur that line or trying right. to unblur that line. Right, right. Yeah, that's where a lot of the fun is. Actually, you're right. You know what? Roman Reigns' entry is mentioned mahaba pa rin siya compared to a normal Wikipedia oh. page, but compared to like say Daniel Bryan or Shawn Michaels, makes siya. Baka may nagblur. That was me. <laughs> no, but he's relatively new din kasi to the industry. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's one of the reasons why uh, his his entry is particularly short. But I got to ask you, what keeps you coming back? So, what keeps you coming back to wrestling every Royal Rumble or every WrestleMania? Uh, mainly nostalgia, I think. So, okay. Okay. when I heard about the Undertaker match last year, mm-hmm. the upcoming mm-hmm. Undertaker match, and like rumors that he would lose, blah, 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 I knew I just had to watch because it's Undertaker. Oh, so, what was your reaction mo na natalo siya last year? I was like, ah, he's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually, yeah. you know, more level-headed than most fans. Yeah. Most fans were so devastated. Like, yeah. But I was it had vi- to happen. Eh? Uh, Camus and I were at a viewing party uh, for, for last WrestleMania year. last year. And then when Undertaker lost to Brock Lesnar, we were just both in shock. Tahimik lang kami. And then there was just one guy was like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and then the rest of us were like, what the fuck? <laughs> Token so, heel. Yeah. <laughs> we, Thank we didn't you. Know. <laughs> that, that dude. You told yeah. me that guy. <laughs> we totally didn't know how to react, right? So I, I guess for you, yeah, it is a nostalgia factor. But um, when, when you talk to your friends, uh, either those who watch wrestling or those who don't, yung fan mo, does it come across as something taboo? What, what do you mean taboo? Like, do they, do you... do they make fun of you for being uh, a wrestling fan? No, no. Because... I I'm not hardcore. I'm still the okay. clueless person. Right. Eh. Mm-hmm. So they're the ones who are like, you know, filling me in with the details. And I mm-hmm. usually only talk about wrestling to wrestling fans right. or like ah, okay. major wrestling fans. Like most of us do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I don't really like orient other people except when promoting PWR. <laughs> Free publicity. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I don't know, because I guess from our perspective, or from mine uh, in particular... From a general manager's perspective? Yeah. yeah. I've come across people who have given me crap for liking wrestling. That's so, right. Yeah, right? And it, I think it's a problem. We had an episode about that. Oh, yeah, we did. <laughs> it, it's a general problem. And then, like, uh, for me, though, I, I try to make it a point that when I find someone who's actually, say, wearing a wrestling t-shirt, it's so obvious, I have to talk to that person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I feel that compulsion. And that's how I became friends with Red Oliero from Comedy Manila. He was at this comedy event and he was wearing a CM Punk t-shirt. And mm. I was like, I had to talk to this guy. As opposed to like 15 years ago when everyone was wearing an Austin 316 oh, yeah. shirt. Yeah, that's true. 
Every school fair. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, oh, yeah, I remember that. Every school yeah. fair. Do I? Yeah, you can wear whatever you want. Walang uniform, so you'll wear your Austin 316 shirt. Yeah, and I, I came from an all-girls school, and okay. wrestling became pretty popular oh, at that time. Cool. So, like, at the time when my little Philo had a doodle of Austin 316, <laughs> that was around the time when people Philo. only started to wear Austin shirts. And okay. I was like... Ayoko na sa wrestling, everyone likes it. <laughs> <laughs> you are a hipster. Yes, in fact. No. <laughs> wait, wait, sorry. I just want to keep picking the brain a little bit because parang it's fascinating to me. Um, again, going back to how you only keep up during big events, is there any new superstar that you haven't seen before, only saw it when you watched again, that you liked or started to like? Well, um... Incidentally, since you mentioned that Daniel Bryan right. was um, trained by yeah. Shawn Michaels, yeah, yeah, yeah. at the last Royal Rumble mm-hmm. match, right? he was ousted really quickly. Yes. Yeah, so, 10 minutes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So then, you know, I was just watching it as basically an observer, right? right. With mm-hmm. very little opinion for these wrestlers I care like in little a for. Yeah. So, but then as I was watching him and as I was watching people react to Daniel Bryan, being thrown out of the ring, etc. I realized this appeal, and that's when I realized that he has the Sean Michaels thing going. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As the underdog who you know somehow met the charm of the audience without okay. having to be a badass the way Austin did, or the way without having to be, I don't know, the blandness of okay. John Cena. Hello, sexy boy didn't No, I thought you in blandness have go Bret Hart. No, no, no. I find John Cena so bland. Interesting. Oh. Well, yeah. for a few That's years now. It's an yeah. interesting insight. Especially from, uh, from a female fan. Right? He's not poggy. Daniel Bryan's poggy. Wow! He's actually not a bad... No, he's, he's, he's not, not bad looking. He's not bad looking. He's it's not, just he's not well-groomed. Oh, no, well, no, I, 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 I Google imaged his photos before when he had no beard. He's yeah, foggy. He's, he's, foggy. <laughs> he's foggy without the beard. It's just with the beard, he looks like a lumberjack. Yeah, he does, he does. What's funny about Daniel Bryan and John Cena, and you know, hardcore fans would know this, is that they're actually more related than you would think. Because their their women are twins, the Bella twins. They are oh. dating. No, oh. one of them is married to the Bella. Yeah, Brian Bella. is married no, no, to Brie Bella. I, I meant uh. John Cena's dating right. Nikki Bella. Nikki yeah. yeah. So no, anyway, like, anyway, uh, no, but there are some girls who do think John Cena is attractive. Right, right. Uh, I don't know. I guess depending <laughs> depending on the trip, right? Yeah, that's true. I would I would find it interesting if somebody came up to me and said they find Luke Harper attractive or or somebody. But that's a story for another day. Brian the Young is a Roman Reigns. Yeah, <laughs> Brian Leo is a Roman Reigns fan. He said it on the podcast oh, really? several times. Not just a fan; he has a crush on that dude. <laughs> yeah, because he's winning in fantasy points. That's just that. So you know, he's sexy. inviting his villainous, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. So um, it's. Uh, I think it's high time now that we address one of the bigger elephants in the room, and I'm curious about. It's not this. really an elephant. <laughs> yeah. It's we were gonna talk about it eventually. Yeah, but you know, we might as well get to it. I want to talk about English only, right. please. Okay. So wow. you know, uh, award-winning. So Set up. There, there, there was a setup. You fucking botched it for me. Uh, so English only, please. Uh, it, it won in MMFF uh, best screenplay. But I want to know if there's like some something that he knew good more from your personal experiences when you were writing that. Wow. Wait, were you the only one who wrote? That? No, no, no. I co-wrote. Yeah, I, I, I wanted to say this. Uh, I co-wrote this with Antoinette Hadani, Yun. who See. wrote and directed a beautiful film called That Thing Called oh, Hannah, which I, I love as well. Yes, yes. So I don't know I if it's still showing. Go and watch. 
you can't watch it anymore because it's no longer in theaters. It so might don't still pirate be. it. <laughs> the states, uh, that was sure. Yeah, do na. So, what about the Angelica? So, UP though this month. Yun! Yeah. Yun. Oh, there, there so, so, yeah, yeah, we'll go with you. Yeah, right, I so, time. so, so uh, it was something that the two of you co wrote together. Yes. And uh, where did it begin or where did it come from? Um, it, was, it was a story that was conceptualized by Antoinette and our director, Dan Villegas, who the two of them are actually a real life love team. Okay. Which is super cute. Oh. So, um, they, they came up with a story. And they needed help, and that's when I stepped in. So, in terms of like conceptualizing the story, that's theirs. Uh, I I give them full credit for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just stepped in to write. <laughs> uh, but in terms of like how how what was your question about the who got <laughs> yeah, thing? Yeah, who got or whatever. I think when it comes to writing it's hard to be specific about you know like oh this particular scene happened especially to me mm-hmm. you know and um it well some scenes that happened to Antoinette like the jeepney thing I think <laughs> <laughs> okay wait to you <laughs> well but yeah. as for Confirmed me I don't quite I, I I reference certain traits personalities Maybe lines from people I know, but I can't fully say that that precise scene happened to me. Mm. But everyone's got feelings, and that's where we get them. (laughs) That's that's the who got (laughs) to write. So, do you feel that your contribution was more towards you know the general scheme of the thing or towards like specific dialogue? What did more the general scheme of things? The dialogue, a lot of it was. a, a lot actually was improvised by the actors. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, okay. ad-libbed rather. Ad-libbed. So okay. um, they would rephrase uh, a lot of the dialogue to the way that they felt most comfortable yeah. saying it. And that's why I think if you watch the movie, it came the scenes came yeah, out very yeah, naturally yeah, yeah. because I, I the director agree, let them be... Yeah, even even a quirk scene, right? Like I think he just that came up with the name yeah, Choco yeah. on the fly. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. he told us. Remember? <laughs> right, right. So I I thought that was pretty uh, pretty funny actually yeah. of, of an anecdote. I was at that shoot then, and I was like, I don't understand the dialogue. <laughs> What's going on? I couldn't hear the yeah. audio. I was like, but the script didn't have lines for. Oh, okay, ad lib, awesome. We were laughing so hard by the end <laughs> of the scene. And the, how long did, did the project take? Like, let's say from your perspective, since you came in even before everything was being shot, Deba. So how, how long was that project for you? Uh, I came in around June or July. Uh, we fi- The writing was ongoing up until the very last shooting day, revisions wow. and stuff. And then uh, we also sat through post. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe till like the end of November, early December. So like oh, that's five a, months. That's, that's, that's a long production period, huh? Mm, well, not 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 you know, average. But yeah, 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 more or less. Is it usually like that? I mean, like uh, you know, thing uh, scenes get rewritten on the fly uh, all the time. Yeah, um, at least from my personal experience, because I worked with a film company mm-hmm. before, and that that's the norm for <laughs> revisions to be constant. Okay. But I do believe that some filmmakers prefer to have like the set script and you know just okay. work with that. Okay, so delving more into your film fandom, um, who would be your favorite writer, director, actor combo? Writer, director, actor combo. Like in in any order. Uh, let me see. Wow, wait, wait. I'm not prepared. Sorry to put you on no, the spot. <laughs> I well, no, I love Kevin Smith and his earlier works. 
So, you know, those days of, you know, Ben Affleck and Jason Lee, you know, that that feeling of barkadahan. Yeah. I like that. Um I also like the way Ethan Hawke and Julie Delpy mm, yeah. kind of um work so naturally with Link later. And it also showed in boyhood the way Ethan Hawke was mm-hmm. able to uh have that kind of chemistry rapport, um natural Although a lot of people didn't like Boyhood, eh, so I don't know what to make of it. But that's my personal opinion. No, I, I love Boyhood. I, I was really rooting did, for it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love Birdman as well. So, you know, either or option. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm not ko pa siya, no, si Birdman. Sa, no. Right. When it comes out again, may, March 4th. May backlog ka na. May <laughs> backlog na ako. May backlog na ako. We'll come up with the list. No, English only is still on the list. Okay. Basta bago may tag si Derek, ah. Yes. Right, so, As a friend, <laughs> Kosha. <laughs> All right, so um, I, I'm curious now because if uh, y- you told me that the English only please was actually a very lo- it was a very long project, but if you're um, I- I'm assuming that the writing is a full time full time gig, like there's nothing else that you do on the side, is there? I do a lot of things on the side. I <laughs> party. No, I'm <laughs> um, I I manage a band on the side. I you want also to plug hold. Them? Yeah, they're called the Purple Chickens. Oh, wow. you manage Purple Chickens? Uh, yes, yes. I didn't know that. Yes. I now really you know. like the new stuff. Yay, awesome. Uh, it's out on iTunes and Spotify. <laughs> 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 You've got gigs <laughs> coming yeah, yeah. up. Yeah, no, go, go, ahead, go, <laughs> ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. March 16 at Truth 196 and the 20, oh, 27th, I think, at Sagio. And I also do once a month gig productions. Uh, we're called Attraction Reaction. Oh my god, you're also with Attraction Reaction. Yes. <laughs> you you just got like so much more awesome Yay. in my list of people Yay. that have guested on this show. <laughs> John updated to Camus. Like he, he's really into that scene. Keep it in your pants, man. <laughs> it is. It is. I'm curious though, like how, how does a day go for you given that you do all these things and that you wear many hats? So how's a normal day like? Um, I'm a bit of a scatterbrain that way. I don't really have a routine. Um, I just know that if I need to get things done, I need to go to a coffee shop. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay. So, <laughs> so um, I usually wake up, and because I freelance yeah. and I hold my hours, I don't usually get to work, do or do any kind of work until like the late afternoon. So I know how that feels. Yeah, totally so <laughs> know how that feels. This so, guy doesn't have a day job. <laughs> but you know, like bad stuff. My 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 band are early birds, eh? so that's usually done in the morning or the early part of the afternoon. The gig thing, it's super easy and low maintenance. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, and you just the writing and part, the writing part, I procrastinate until oh, the very yeah. end, until it's just closing like time in the coffee shop. <laughs> just, <laughs> just like, like me. you, it's very pinoy, the bar. Who has an article? No, too? it's not a pinoy thing. The it's writer, just a it's thing. a writer thing. It's a writer thing. Yes, yes, it's a writer thing. The the pressure of the deadline brings out the best in people. <laughs> Not just yeah. that you don't. You really want to postpone the whole writing process. You don't want to do it until it's due. Hold on, That's like true. It, this is funny. Like I'm getting advice from you no, because I write. I, I write. I write. For, my marketing job entails a lot of writing. That's true. He has a point. Something you got what as of two weeks ago? <laughs> a month. It's ago. been two months. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> we, it's been two months now. Two months ago. Okay, All right. So, you know, the, oh, yeah, new insights uh, that I'm learning. Thank you, by the way, guys. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, I, I guess uh, right now, uh, my questions, Papa. Yes, yes, I do. Oh, yeah, go. 
Uh, sorry, we have to go back to PWR real quick because um, you're a writer. I want to get your thoughts. First of all, uh, how? What is your opinion on PWR's current writing? I'm not throwing anyone under the bus, putting anyone on the on the spot. I just want to know, as a writer, what you think of the writing, uh, the booking, even. Well, it's it's promising, I think, in terms of because uh, there's only so much she can do in terms of the storylines. Like I said True, earlier, yeah. a lot of the stuff that happens is only in the ring and in the ring mm-hmm. itself, right? So it has to be engaging, but at the same time, independent of other matches mm-hmm. and you know for the newer fans and for mm-hmm. the first timers you know so i think that's the difficulty in writing mm-hmm. the storylines um i do want to write though for pw yeah, i was gonna ask that after <laughs> we'll, 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 talk friends, yeah. we'll talk off air <laughs> my friends who never showed up at any of those matches i've always wanted to do wrestling oh. storylines also but boys, they, well, boys you I heard that here, boys you heard never, that pw PWR creative team, I hope you're listening. No, I, I know they're listening. I know we I know, know we they're know they're listening. listening but this is the thing: professional advice is coming. No, not what? just that. No. Help is also available. <laughs> Mister C is watching. Yeah, I am. <laughs> and I am listening. Watching. Yeah. Because it's ano, it's it's male talent. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Thank you for understanding that. Thank you for understanding that. Thank you. No, but anyway, I also want to ask. Since your favorite wrestler, and um, actually probably everyone, most people's favorite wrestler. What the hell are you saying to me? Anyway, uh, <laughs> is Kanta Terror. What, from a writer's point of view, makes Kanta Terror so mainstream or accessible? He's the only one who speaks Tagalog. Oh, you told you something about that? <laughs> no, I, 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 I've been telling this to, uh, to these guys. I like spoke Tagalog. <laughs> <laughs> So that is spoke Tagalog on the show. <laughs> no, 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 not not that I'm saying that English. No, yeah, I get it. Yeah, is, you know, no, no, I get it because I, I have an opinion about PWR, which I had like even before I got affiliated with them, you know, as as a GM, and I've always been saying that it would always be an asset to PWR to have guys speaking Tagalog because mm. it makes them more accessible to right. people, right? Especially because even in the US, wrestling is a mass form of entertainment. And given that here in the Philippines, we want to reach as many people as possible, it's easier to go for the masses. So it's easier to reach Tagalog if our wrestlers, if our guys also spoke in Tagalog. Right, right. So it, it's nice just to, to get that uh, same insight from, from someone like you uh, from an outsider's perspective this time. And especially given that uh, you've got you know, all these ideas as well, but is it just him speaking Tagalog? Is it no? It's also yeah. well, so, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no, but I think it's also the the comedy part of it. You okay. know, he has the Jose Wally factor, Ayo, right? the, slapstick. the slapstick, the slapstick wrestling, which none of the other wrestlers at this point. Well, Mark Di Manalo, well, yeah, who is but, his tag team? But yeah, yeah but they're the basically in one mold right now. Oh, right? Yon, yon. There you so go. I think that's that's the appeal that sets him apart from everyone else. Is it also relevant, like? That he looks like the calm. I don't know. This is me saying. Uh, he looks like the ordinary Filipino. Possibly, possibly. And he well, doesn't he does look like a wrestler Cantatino. for sure. Exactly. Yeah, Cantatino. So he's like, you know, parang dusty roads, right? When you put it that way, he's just a common man, right? So I, I guess that's part of the appeal. And yeah. would I be a myth in dream, Would I be remiss if uh, we haven't acknowledged it? The laklak. I think laklak would really yeah. be a big factor in why he's so over with the crowd. Yeah, and take and even for Mark De Manalo, right? His entrance oh, as a mistake on me, and it had the whole crowd. Singing, take on me. Were you singing? Yeah. Uh, kind of, yes. <laughs> yes. 
Medyo na-shy ka. It's okay. It's no, okay. No, no, no. You know, it's only the fans listening anyway. You don't I'm not have ashamed to... to admit that I would sing along to Dick on Me. Yes. I would even be ashamed to admit what my favorite band is. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, what is your favorite band? Boyzone. Oh, hey! <laughs> Another boy band fan. No, we're, we're boy band fans. Uh, we're going to the Backstreet we're Boys actually concert. Going to Backstreet I hide nothing. Oh yeah. Yeah, we yeah. Have tickets we have tickets yeah, now. Yeah, we have tickets now. Oh okay. I want. I want. Yeah, we're actually <laughs> we're actually watching with another boy band fan who goes by the name of Brian Leo. Oh. Yeah. You know, that's what I'm so curious about. There, like, what if like an office mate enters the PWR arena and sees like, you know, Brian Leo or. Uh, uh, mayhem or you know one of these people it's like office meet <laughs> you know it's like this double life that they're leading oh yeah but you can't you can't you avoid, can't it, avoid it. it it's hard it's hard I mean like um, I'm in training right now and then um, so I had I. a well so so is Ro we're both we're both in training right now so one day <laughs> one day I came in with like a big bruise on my on my thigh and then my workmates were like what happened to you did somebody beat you up I'm like no, this is, this is self-inflicted. And they're like, why? I don't want to tell you. <laughs> and they're like, no, hey. And then, and then my general manager finds out Mr. Camus. And oh, my wait, general manager... This, which, mis- not Mr. No, no, not Mr. C. <laughs> my, my, my day job, my day job GM, my day job GM, who is Colombian, goes, Mr. Camus, so you are a luchador. I'm like, oh, hey! And I'm like, I'm like, shit! Oh, that wasn't me. I thought that wasn't that wasn't Rafael Camus. That was Mr. Camus. <laughs> so, so I sort of live a double life also, and I I believe that it goes the same for some of our wrestlers. Yeah. So sorry, na na thrown no, off the double. Your question. Oh yeah. So Ange, being that you are a counter terror fan and that you and are a writer. writer how would you write Canto Terra? Moving forward. How Moving forward it? after his last Just match. a general idea. You don't, have to, you don't have to, you know, write the whole detail. Uh, but how would you do it? Okay. No, because he hasn't faced off with Brian Leo yet. No, he yes. hasn't. And Canto Terra is an obvious son of a pokpok in Jeep. Thank you! You're si Mama Terra really. Rich versus poor. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. This is I, like, I, like, I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right. So you would frame Cut it. Those not, not, he's the. They're very the, like the counter terror thing. It's a little bubble in the whole PWR. Brian Leo just kind of interferes with every <laughs> other match. That's true. Except for if I'm not mistaken, he hasn't actually. He hasn't interacted with Katie much. No, he hasn't. Sure, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you would book them together, like you would book them in a match against each other. Possibly, or like a verbal showdown at first. <laughs> I like the, I like where this is going. Like just the thought of it, you know, it is very very appall- uh, appealing to me. Appalling, appealing <laughs> to me. Appealing. Yeah. Hey, is is Kanta Taylor, you know, marketable? Like, would would you see him have maybe his own TV series or maybe his own film, a comedy film with him and MDM? Is it uh, possible? Is he that kind of character? You think? Potentially, but I mean, as he is right now, I don't think so because it's so flat. Right. Okay. Yes. It's so very flat. So how right? would you? Right, how how would you flesh question, him? How out. would you flesh him out? Um, get to know his backstory, his Yun. mother and father, Yun. his really deepest desires, <laughs> his first heartbreak, <laughs> the name of his first pet, favorite color, his first favorite pop-pop. drink, <laughs> his favorite <pop-pop. laughs> favorite iha. <laughs> Um, favorite girly bar. So, 
<laughs> Does he go to Air Force? <laughs> Shadow mahal yun, pati. <laughs> That's why. Sabi mo sa akin. <laughs> so, okay. After, we, okay, established, Katie is your favorite PWR guy. Who's your second favorite? My second favorite would be, um, I guess, what, what's his name? Yellow guy. Jake De Leon. Jake De Leon. Yellow, Yellow guy. Yellow guy. <laughs> <laughs> si Uste. Si Mr. Uste. <laughs> and there was also a Pika P chant. I was like, what the yeah. Pikachu? They thought it was a Pikachu. Uh, black and yellow. And I also like... Um, no, it's Khalifa chants though. Um, uh, hashtag. Uh, Ken Warren. Ken Warren. Ken Warren, yeah. Ken Warren. Yeah. yeah. You know, the, well, he's another character on his own. Um, but I think that Jake De Leon has that promise of being, you know, like the Daniel Bryan kind of wrestler... Wait, wait, I wanna wait. I wanna ask this. Sorry, sorry. There is a burning question regarding JDL's character. Cause I, do you know he's a his character is a Hachindero? Um, I think it was a now. Yeah, I think yes. I heard about that. So you you know the the, the stereotype. connotations with that kind of you know label. Wait, I'm not sure. Uh, you, you know, you know, well, like if, how do we, yeah. if you if you mention a Hachindero, what is the first top of mind? What is the first thing that comes? Um, mayaman. And okay. given the rich versus yeah, so, poor yeah, story, yeah. Like, so this is an anak salabas kind of thing, no, 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 right? No, no, no. More okay. like, ano, more like uh, what evil, you said. Evil, evil, evil rich guy. Evil rich versus ah. kawawa poor guy. Yeah, okay. So what do you think? Like, Do you think there's a disconnect given that he's the son of a Hashem? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's marketing himself. Everybody loves him. No, yeah, for yeah. first credit, no. he's marketing himself as a good guy, which is which is fine. There might be good There, No, there are good Hashemderos in Bacolod. I'm not sure about other parts of the Philippines, but Bacolod, I'm pretty sure there are good Hashemderos. But... Given you, yeah. given the average person's knowledge of, you know, farming, a rich, well, a, for of one a rich thing, man's a rich guy, farmer, a rich landowner. Yeah, how do you feel about that? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm I'm not sure. I don't have <laughs> much opinions on Hasinderos or anak Hasinderos per se. But <laughs> no, 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 I'm not listening feel, here. I did feel a disconnect when Jake De Leon was introduced as a son of a Hasindero because yeah. I didn't see it in his character Ooh, at all so it was something okay. that was like in one ear and okay. out the other okay. so I, it never really stuck but, with me but naman na nilinaw yan yeah 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 well, um, I guess in a way parang market research din to, like on our part because like we're curious to see uh, how people respond to uh, to you know to our guys to our, mm, our, our co-workers mm. and how this all comes together and it's nice to get the perspective on, of, a, of a fan especially since you know you've been to two shows and that's more shows than a lot of wrestling oh, fans yeah, <laughs> have ever been to quote and quote Right, so you know, we we really appreciate it. Now, um, I guess one last question before we wrap the interview up is: ha- Have there been any wrestling references in your work, or have you, or do you have any plans to like incorporate wrestling in your projects? Oh, I know. There's a hirapagrom coming. Maybe I should do that, <laughs> Mrs. Smith. <laughs> do not flatter yourself, yeah. mine. <laughs> in one of my scenes, but um, there has never been a direct reference to. Wrestling, I think it's it's a bit far off. Eh? Yeah. Although they both involve storylines and characters, and you know, it's a totally different market altogether. Eh? The wrestling part. Although there was a wrestling film that came out last year. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Sa- yeah. Sangalan Sangalan Ultimate, Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, Ultimate Warrior, which I loved and enjoyed completely. But Good. I felt that it was very niche. Oh, right, right, right. So if you're not a wrestling fan, you might get a bit. Lost. Yeah, you won't get the, the references probably. See, Miko was actually on the podcast before. He's actually actually at both Vendetta and Terminus also. Oh, really? And he yeah, loved yeah. it. I've never met him, but 
I, I love them. He also did Do Lupus Demante. <laughs> I, I would love to meet him. <laughs> Let's make that happen, Miko. Next show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, um, so, ah, wait. So, so, one last thing before we go, of course. Will we see you at Revolution X? Of course. When? <laughs> Revolution X is, is May 23. Yeah, yeah, of course. I'm not going to miss it. Alright it, But it's amazing You guys need more seats man That's true <laughs> We're actually thinking We're Of changing it. venues if, oh, okay. if it comes to that Awesome awesome Or we could use that Second floor from where Mayhem jumped Yeah yeah yeah, yeah Because I don't think He's gonna jump again But then people Were still doing office there eh? Oh <laughs> hey. so Tell them to like Call it a day <laughs> Or they can be treated To a free show I'll make that happen and uh, Ange, um, where can where can we next see your your future projects or your upcoming work? Um, we can talk I'm about that. yeah. Well, I'm working on one now with um, Star Cinema with uh, Dan and Antoinette also. So same English only please folk, but this time it's Star. And then I'm also gonna work with Quark soon. I Ooh. hope we just need to find time to sit down. Okay. <laughs> but I'd love to work with him. Uh, and yeah, and then gigs, I guess, or just like find Purple me around. Chicken gigs. Yeah, Route 196 or Future. That's it. <laughs> and uh, where can we follow you on social media? Uh, I am on Twitter and Instagram as Ange Pesumal. Uh Yeah. All right. Thank you very much, Miss Ange Pesumal. It was it was a pleasure talking to you. Yeah, I, I had so much fun. But then, there's so many more stories. Okay, okay. We'll do we'll, part two. My part two in the future. Yes. I, th- I think when I know when King and Mick come. Yeah, should, yeah, should yeah. Come over with yes, that. please. Yes, please. We'd yes. love to have you back. What's up, boys? Yeah. You heard it. If you you need an extra writer, she's willing to write for us. <laughs> and our, I just realized our first solo. Female guest. Oh, wow. You, you have honored. that honor. I am honored. That honor. I am glad that we waited until the end of the interview to break that out. <laughs> <laughs> actually. Actually. All right. So, yeah, Ange, thank, thank you so much. It was a whole <laughs> lot of fun uh, having you on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Pleasure and the honors most uh, definitely ours. Now, stick around because right after this, we're going to give you our picks of the week <laughs> and we're going to wrap this baby up. Stay with us. We're about to wrap this baby up, but before we do, we cannot do that without giving you the best in wrestling. Wait, yo, I just want to say, I just want to say, sorry. Before we move to <laughs> no, before we move to pick of the week, I just want to say because we we you know we brought up JDL again in our interview with Ange, and we don't we mean no hard feelings when toward JDL and his character. He's doing the best he can to make it relatable and and he's doing a lovable. good job. And you know what? He's most over face in the company right now. I would say he's the most over wrestler, period. No, I wouldn't no, say no, that. No, 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 no. KT is the most over, the most over wrestler. wrestler. No, but the thing about KT is he's over when he comes in. But like throughout the match, uh, like uh, the first match of Mark Dimanado, now trying to MDM. Uh, see, JDL, he was consistent, like especially oh, at f- Ben He enough. was consistent from start to finish. Well, yeah, so. we, we don't mean to throw shade on JDL or his character. We love you, JDL. We want to help him out, actually. Say there might still be some doubters out there. Yeah, and I mean, we do know we we are acknowledging that there are doubters, there are haters, no, and yeah. there are those. Last week, and we'll eventually address them. We'll get there, but for now, pick of the week. All right, our our picks of the week. Of course, uh, let's start off with Kamus over here because yours is uh, one of the lighter ones we've had so far. Yeah. Um. So for those of you who don't know. That guy, <laughs> yeah, that, that that actually would have been nice. 
for those of you who don't know, you should know. John Stewart of The Daily Show with John Stewart is a big wrestling fan. His kids are wrestling fans and he has become a fan himself. And he's a huge fan. He's a huge fan and he's ending his show, his much acclaimed... No, he's ending his tenure on the show. He, he's not ending his show. No, well, it's not going to be The Daily Show with Jon Stewart oh. anymore. But it's still going to be... The, the Daily, Daily show. show will still go on. He's just going to retire. He, no, he's going to retire from the show. Not yeah, retire, man. period. Not retire, period. What not, is up with you and semantics, oh, man? Oh, nah, fucking... He's not retiring the show. He's retiring from the show. Anyway, moving on. Anyway. So... He's he's a big fan, and this is the first time he's actually getting to use WWE talent on his show. Mm. Earlier this week, last week, he called out Seth Rollins over the internet. I guess Seth Rollins called him out. Because well, Seth, not even called him out, but threw a pot threw shot a, his Yeah, way. threw a pot shot. And then after that, he replied on the internet, great video. And then on The Daily Show itself, which was taped in, which they taped in New York, he was able to call him out. And Seth Rollins shows up. Fun, fun. And I watch The Daily Show once in a while. And when I caught it, I'm just like, oh, Seth Rollins. Wow, fun. And he he threw serious shade. Mm-hmm. And come Raw, which was taping in New Jersey this week. New York. New York. John Stewart, John Stewart got to make an appearance and kick Seth Rollins in the balls. It's light, it's comedic, it's perfect for Jon Stewart and his fandom and his limited range of, well, physical activity. He basically did a hard day. I have opinions about that. What? Sorry. Which are, no, I'm just sorry. I, I'm, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry if you don't like it. No, but it's not that I don't like it. I think Jon Stewart was a great promo. Yes. And he can be a great manager. Yeah. I would really like him to be an authority figure. If he, if he can transition into but it. But the thing is, the whole thing was so... Inconsequential. No, not contrived. Inconsequential. Parang, parang there is no place for these detours on the road to WrestleMania. True, but it throws mainstream attention. Yeah, it at does. The okay, product. No, hear me out. Hear me out. Okay, first go of ahead, all, go ahead. This whole thing was not intended, because it came about by Seth throwing an offhanded line about John Stewart. John Stewart deciding to pounce on it, and then the WWE ultimately deciding to pounce on the whole thing to gain some mainstream attention. It wasn't some grand scheme to further... A storyline. A storyline. In the end, it was. It was used to somewhat move Orton Rollins forward. Yes. Pero, consider that it could have been any other legend in Stewart's place on Monday. True. It could have been Ric Flair for all I care or whoever else uh, Rollins didn't like. Could have been Hulk Hogan. Could have been Shawn Michaels for all I care. It could have been anyone but John Stewart. It just so happened that John Stewart was there. And John Stewart was an affected party. Yeah, and he he wasn't. People love John Stewart, but he wasn't that big of a deal. Asakin is okay lang. Okay lang na yung segment the way he did. I'm just happy that John Stewart knew how to hold his own. Yes. Oh, yeah, for sure. No, he's verbally, a he's stand up comedian. Verbally. Exactly. John Stewart is one of the best comedians when he's not in character as The Daily Show's mm. John Stewart. Oh, no, because it, it this felt like a thing that happened in you know in not peak seasoning. Yeah, if I mean if this happened, I'd say what September, yeah, August, yeah, something. Like I, that. I'd really appreciate it a lot more, but because most of this week's Raw and most of the things that happened this week were either very disappointing <clears throat> or wrong, Ring of Honor. Um, 
This is a spot. This is a spot, and this is my pick of the week. No, I'm, I'm not saying it wasn't bad. Again, I loved John Stewart and how he conducted himself. It was just wasn't that big of a deal to me. Well, I liked it. All right. I'm yeah. not saying you don't. You're not. No, nope. I'm not saying uh, you shouldn't uh, like it. Stan, uh, what? Your pick of the week. All right, fine, fine. I, I, I was going to segue to that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, my pick of the week is actually a uh, promo as well. Uh, the Stephanie McMahon John Cena promo it was pretty pretty fun. <laughs> it was a yes. pretty fun back and forth, if yes. only because Jan got put in his place several <laughs> times, mind you. Uh, if if you didn't catch it, and I don't know why you didn't catch it, but you ended up listening to us anyway. Um, John Cena basically um, asked for another match against Rusev, and then Steph said. You don't get to ask for that match unless Rusev agrees, and then he goes, "Okay, that's actually fair. Yeah, that's something Regal Which, would do. Yeah, it's something that makes sense wrestling wise, right? Because he's not talented, right? John Cena lost, so he has under to, un- cleanly. Yeah, that he lost cleanly, cleanly, more or less, more or less. So he basically has to get the champion's approval before another match can be made. So that's fine. Uh, so so uh, John Cena says, okay, if I don't get that, then I'll enter myself in the Under the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Just like everybody else. Right. And Steph says, no, you can't do that. And he's like, why? But I'm John Cena, 15-time world no, not champion. Just, not just because I'm John Cena, I'm because everyone else is doing it. Right. And it's not exactly a murderer's row, which also has a has a, he has a point. Oh, he has huh. a point. Hindi naman mga mga Andre the Giant, mga Hulk Hogan yung kalaban niya. Fandango, Curtis Axel. Tangan na, di ba? So, oh, they just buried, you know, them. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah, but, you know, the Battle Royal never really was a murderer's row of wrestlers. Uh, so, so he has the, he he brought out that argument and Steph shot that down. That's not how we do things here. Like, really? you can't just declare really? your intentions. And he's like, but every other guy did it. And it, uh, that goes for every other Battle Royal. Right. It's that, that gets that hyped way. up. Exactly, it's always been that way. And then uh, Cena brings up the fact that well, uh, you can't have WrestleMania without me. And I've been in WrestleMania 10, 11 times. I'm a 15-time world champion. And then Cena, uh, Cena gets put in his place when Steph says that it's not about what the WWE will do without John Cena. It's about what would John Cena do without WWE. And I like that just because it really did put the Cena character in place, especially given his many transgressions against Pretty much everybody throughout his entire run. Especially as scumbag Cena. He's not just a scumbag Cena to his friends. He's especially scumbag Cena to the authority. Parang he, he was the reason why the authority got fired in the first place. Mm-hmm. So, and he's the reason they're back. Right. So why would they grant him any favors? Hmm, pretty much. Pretty much. But at this rate, I'm just, you know, it's development for the character. Yeah, and that's what he needs. No, I think... Uh, I think Cena and Rusev, the, that little feud is only part of the bigger picture. Just Cena versus Authority, still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Rusev is, uh, I think at the end of the day, he's still an Authority lapdog. Authority way, apologist, if you will. Yeah, so uh, I guess to some degree, Hindi didn't sila move on from Survivor Series, but, but we're just, getting but, something well, fresh no, out of it. No, the difference between that and whatever is happening with right Team back. Cena and Team Authority was that <laughs> at least this, Hindi siya halata. Yeah, it's whereas, subtle. The, whereas the other one, it's been it's beaten still, down ever since after Survivor Series it's 2014. Still, um, Ryback, Ziggler, and Rowan. Not as of Raw though. As of Raw, imagine like, move on as Ziggler. Like he's yeah, Ziggler is like, doing his own thing. But it's just <sighs> we just don't know where Ryback and Rowan are headed. If Ryback and Rowan are headed sad, eh? towards the Intercontinental Championship feud, no, probably they're probably in the Battle, Battle Royal. Battle Royal, either or. It's still fun. 
I, I hope so. But yeah, uh, Steph putting Cena in his place. Total heel move, but I, I approved of it. And I, I love thought, it. I thought it was brilliant. My pick of the week. All right. Since you two didn't pick any actual matches, my pick of the week is from last week's main event, which is actually still airing. I think it's back in the network. Yep. Uh, it's it's team. Well, what do we call them now? Do I call them the Brass Ring Club, Team K Swiss, Team Upper Guys? How about you call them the Tag Team Champions? The tag because they team are. Damn straight. <laughs> the Tag Team Champions versus the Lucha Dragons of Flying Human Highlighters. So much for a gay hairstylist. Oh, right. Actually, what do you think of? I'm so thankful they didn't go that route. I know. I, I don't know if they're actually still going that route. After well, all, uh, after uh, the way things look, I don't think so. I think the Lucha Dragons get called up soon, permanently. Oh, my. Yeah, and that would be working, nice. They're working main event for some reason. So I mean, Sami Zayn worked main event. No, but that was like for a while. For like a that was tour. like a couple weeks. Yeah. 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 I don't know about this. If if they work main event again, maybe call up is imminent. It's a harbinger for things to come. Harbinger. harbinger. Thank you. Harbinger. Harbinger. <laughs> you only get one correct. Hey. <laughs> Big word of the week. But but I know. But I got it. I, I got the definition correctly. Not. But but I mean, show young gay gay hairstylist. Please swag. It's likely they they were thinking of making but Adrian match, Neville a Mighty Mouse. So no, Mighty Mouse like they weren't gonna give him the ears or a cape. I don't. What the fuck is Mighty Mouse like anyway? Dude, I figured it out. Adrian Neville's ears are big. Yes, that's why. Oh, so, yeah, okay. No, so? it's okay, okay, okay. We're digressing. We're digressing. Anyway, this match. Team K Swiss, great match. Uh, great great match. match because uh, well Lucha, wrestled match. The Lucha Dragons actually looked pretty strong. True, and I mean, the thing is, the Lucha Dragons. Do have chemistry with? Oh no, they don't. They don't. They haven't wrestled Tyson. They haven't, have they? No, uh, yeah, no, not in NXT. Not, not in to NXT. my recall. Not to my Better, recall. Um, I just want to make a quick note about that. That's how. That's how ROH does um, jobber matches. Yeah. No, it's not a squash. Used to do. No, they, don't they still do it like no, that? No, they still do it like that, but it's still. But when I was watching ROH TV, that's how they did it. But yeah. even, even the jobber matches were so down long. But uh, yeah, that's how they did it. Um, if it's a heel, the, the the face jobber gets some shine, and then the heel wins via outsmarting them in some way. And this was what happened. It it favored everyone. No, uh, it favored the Brass Ring Club for being crafty, wily champions, and it made the Lucha Dragons look strong as newcomers. As newcomers, as high flyers, and as former NXT champions. But oh. it's sad, though, that not. Uh, it's apparent that the main WWE universe doesn't keep up with NXT. Well, that's although by the time that they, by the time the match was over, everyone was converted to a Lucha Dragons fan. Hopefully. Rightfully so. Hopefully. Rightfully so. Hopefully. All right, and that brings us to the end of the SGP podcast, episode number 49. Uh, Shout-outs are, are due right now. Thank you very much to our guest for this week, Ange Pesamal, for coming over and for sharing her fandom with us. We guarantee that this will not be the last time she'll be on the podcast. Oh, yeah, she wants to be on another episode. Yep. That's right. So, you know, we're totally open to having her back, and we'd love for that to happen again. Hopefully sooner rather than later. And, of course, thank you as well to our friends from the Mellow 94.7 Studios for allowing Sounds us good. once again uh, to use the equipment. Uh, thank you as well to our friends from PWR. Shout out to the boys and the girls of PWR. Um, who else? Who else? Uh, if, you, if there's anything you agree, disagree with, you want to talk to us about, 
uh, hit us up on our page. It's facebook.com slash the SGP podcast. And uh, on the Twitter, it's at the SGP podcast. And I'm doing this for a reason because I got my Jericho book. This should have been warm up. My signed please, copy. Please. I got it, dude. I got, I got a fucking signed copy. Of uh, the best in the world. That's what I have no idea. Though. No, it wasn't. Oh, it wasn't. Yeah. Well, if it was, uh, I'd I'd mark out. Still, it was. It's a signed still copy. signed copy. It's still cool. It says fuzzy. Yeah. I, uh, what? Say, like we were looking for my Lola's fuzzy, meds. Though. No, we were looking for my Lola's meds, and she was like, I- "I'm not sure which box I put them in." So we had to open <laughs> both boxes, right? And we opened the box with the meds, and under the meds was a Barnes and Noble plastic bag, and I had to just grab it, open it. Oh my God! Signed copy. Very nice. I like. <laughs> like yeah, I, I was marking <laughs> out for birthday uh, a good you. twenty minutes. Thanks, man. Thanks. Uh, uh, what Even else? If your what birthday else? was last. Yeah, yeah last <laughs> week. two weeks ago. Two weeks last ago. last week. That's right. <laughs> right. Uh, of course, we hope to see you at Revolution X, PWR's biggest <laughs> show of the year. That's <laughs> May twenty-three. We're gonna let you know uh, how, uh, how. Of course, you can be a part of it. But of course, along with the biggest show of the year for PWR, we got the biggest show of wrestling in WrestleMania Play Button. WrestleMania Play Button. We're planning something huge for WrestleMania Play Button. That's so right. keep your ears tuned to this frequency and your eyes open. Because we will let you know how you can be uh, a part of this momentous occasion. Momentous we want moment. you there. Momentous, momentous, We moment. want you at WrestleMania Play Button. And it's probably going to be at Skinny Mike. So that's all we're going to say for now. <laughs> oh, good. Follow so us got- on Twitter. At Stan947. At Rose War. At Caveman Gamos. And with that, we're going to sign out of here. We're all sleepy as fuck. Take care. Peace Bye. out. Peace. So with that, you know, the party's off at my place, but we're still having a party. Yay! Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.